about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshuba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Amen. All right, let's go into the word. We are really fast past the time. Romans chapter 4 and verse 18 to 21. Romans chapter 4 and verse 18 to 21. I hope you'll be able to read this. I want us to read it. Uh, I will read it, so just follow. It said, so I'm using the Living Bible because this brought out the clarity of what I wanted to preach about. It says, so when God told Abraham, that he would give him a son who would have many descendants and become a great nation. Abraham believed God even, through such a, even though such a promise couldn't come to pass. Did you see that? Abraham believed what? He believed what? Wake up. He believed God even though such a promise couldn't come to pass. And because his faith was what? Strong. He didn't worry about the fact that he was too old to be a father at the age of 100. And that his, and Sarah, his wife, was what? 90. Was also much too old to have a baby. Are you following this thing? Not only do they have to deal with having the baby, but they also have to deal with the thought of their longevity to bring up the baby in the way of God. Are they going to be, are they going to live long enough to actually see the baby? So it was a dead, it was a dead thing. And I can experience that because we were blessed with a child at a a slightly advanced age than, than normal. And it didn't really matter until your child says we need to go and play football after, after the service. Uh, until he tells you that we need to uh, go on the trampoline together and jump up together. Until he challenges you to a race. After a while I started to understand. I mean initially when we used to play football I understand. I could easily wiggle around it and all that. Now he knows there's no cheating. He knows clearly that there are two posts. And he knows clearly someone's going to score. And um, I, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I must say I feel it. Uh, and the way he comes to you, he comes to you in such a sneaky way that maybe after the service, I'm now at home, I'm sitting down, and he says, I, I, I know you're tired, uh, I, I, I actually wanted to play football with you, but, but I know after the service, and you've seen so many people, I know you're tired. And there's something about me that says, no, you've really got to get up because I'm a pastor's son, and I know the kind of feeling you have when you're ignored. I think he must have heard me preach this before, so it's his trump cards right now uh, that he uses. But uh, see the kind of issues that they were dealing with. And in verse 20, the Bible says, but Abraham never doubted. He believed God for his faith and trust grew what? Even stronger. This is where I'm going. And he praised God. And he did what? For those who have good eyes at the moment or those who have been accompanied by uh, technology, let's read it together. And he what? Praise God. What? What? Even before it what happened. 
He was completely sure that God was able to do anything he promised. Very simple message today. I'm talking about the product of praise too. Uh, Thanksgiving is distinct from praise, which is distinct from worship. There's a difference between them. Thanksgiving relates to God's deeds, what he has done. So we thank God for what he has done. So there's a period in our lives that we can look back as this wonderful woman sent her testimony and says, I thank God for what he has done. However, praise actually relates to God's character. Not for what he has done, but for who God really is. He is the almighty. Well, nothing has happened in my life. He is the omnipotent. Yes, I can't see God in this place. He is the Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider. When I look at the character of God, I look at the, uh, the, the omniscience of God. I look at the magnanimity of God. I look at, I praise him for who he is, not for what he has done. Are you following what I'm saying? Uh, praise relates to his character that can deliver me from the fiery furnace. He is the God that even he makes a way where there seems to be no way. He's a God that never fails. He's a God, as it was sung this morning, he loves me forever. And he is a God that is committed to me. I may not feel it, but I know he's just there. I know he is a God that when everybody else steps out, he is the God that steps in. But I don't relate God because of those who stepped out. That is not God. And I don't thank God or praise him because of those who stepped in. No, I just thank God because God's character is the one who is there permanently. When I go through the valley of the shadow of death, he is with me. He's the one who makes me lie down in green pastures. He's the one that brings his favor to be upon me even when I really don't sense it. He is my God. Even if nothing else is walking around me, he is still God. He is still the one that says I am that I am. There is no other God like me. He is the one that lifts me up gradually out of the Mary clay and sets my feet on the rock to stay. About everything, even if I don't understand anything, I know he's able, I know he's capable, I know he's a God of all creation. I know that before him and after him there ain't no other God, so I stick with the God that I know. I praise him because he's just God by himself. And when I think of all his goodness, I will shout and celebrate. That's just praise. Worship, by the way, talks about a surrender to his holiness. Worship is not the slowness of his tongue. Worship is the lifestyle that we live to honor God. And so when we talk about these things, we need to be able to segregate it as we go through this whole month. A month of praise, a month of worship, a month of thanksgiving. And so on praise, you need to understand that when the Bible says he praised God for this blessing, just a promise, before it even happened, it makes it very clear that praise is cardinal to the believer because it is the cheapest access to the Most High God. It is one of the surest access 
to the realm of the miraculous. Praise. It's the surest access. Praise is what I call a, a keeper, preservative of the blessing. So the blessing was given in word to Abraham and praise preserved the blessing to fulfillment. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Blessings may come without it because that's where we thank God. Blessings may come without praise but it takes praise to preserve the blessing. Mm. Because when God gave a promise to Abraham, it wasn't because he praised him. But for that blessing to be preserved to the fulfillment, it took praise. He praised him even before it happened. He praised him before it happened. It's, it, it's to, it is to one's blessing what salt is to meet. Praise keeps your blessing from decaying. Because I wanted to teach us this morning because we hear a lot about praise and blah, 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 and all that kind. But let's go deeper into what it is. When there is praise, there is movement. It is one blessing that multiplies when we praise God as we saw in the multiplication of the five loaves and the two fishes. Praise is not one of those preparatory things you do before prayer. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Praise is a force that steals the enemy and the avengers. So the question I want to say to us as I teach us this morning, no force, just a teaching, I hope it resonates in your spirit. When should we actually praise him? Let me give you two, two points. Number one, when it makes no sense. Type someone and say, praise God. Praise God. No, tell them to leave their iPads alone for a while. Say, praise God. Praise God. When it makes no sense. Makes no sense. Turn to the person behind you and say, praise God. Praise when it makes no sense. Uh, talk to the person in front of you. Say, uh, yo, 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 yo. Tap them on the side. Say, praise God. Praise when it makes no sense. Now, turn to someone. Say, join praise and worship. Turn to them. Say, join praise and worship. You didn't praise God. Now, let me teach you how to praise God. Praise God. Tap them. Say, praise God. When it makes no sense. That's the time to praise God. We're all learning this morning. Praise is an expression of our faith, not our feelings. <laughs> Praise is a function of our will, not our emotions. You cannot praise God based on a feeling. That's why I had to make a segregation between thanks, praise, and worship. It's not an in-depth separation, but it's a summary. Because you can thank God for by your emotions. Because you're saying, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. You're saying, thank, thank you Jesus, I got the job, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got engaged, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Thank you, Jesus. I can't go to bed. Yes, we are on the right way. Oh, two years ago. Oh, I didn't know I would be here. Thank you. It's all emotions. And people will be seeing you on the streets and you'll be... People are throwing bears and all kinds of stuff when England scored. It's all emotions. You understand? And, 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 and then we'll walk into church and then we'll lift up our hands. We didn't, never used to lift up our hands, but we lift our hands because there's a ringy on the fingy. <laughs> I'm teasing someone this morning. <laughs> and we'll, 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 we'll praise God because it's, 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 it's emotional, because He's done something good. And, and, and that's a good thing. Because Jesus actually even asked those he, he healed. He said, ah, didn't I heal ten of you? Why is it that only one man came? So he was touched because they didn't know how to thank him. You understand? So it, but thanks comes from my emotions. It comes from something good has happened. But praise is when we do it, when it doesn't make any sense because it cannot go by our feelings or our emotions. It speaks only about God's character. And that's why Psalm 34 verse 1 says what? I will what? Come and speak to me. You, you need to be quicker so I can leave quicker. He says, I will what? No, 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 no. At what? Sometimes? At what? So when I wake up in the morning, I will what? When I sleep at night, I will what? Whether I win or lose, I will what? Whether I feel appreciated or not, I will what? He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. But then he didn't stop there. He says, he's what? Shall what? Be what? That cannot be by emotions. He says, his face shall what continually be in my mouth. So, we must will. We must will, we must will ourselves to praise him even when we don't feel like it. Our praise should be based on God's greatness, not our feelings. We need to learn how to praise God. When we praise the Lord in the midst of a family problem, in the midst of sickness, in the midst of fear, in the midst of discouragement, when we begin to praise the Lord by singing his words, we are coming against the devil with the power of a great weapon. Psalm 103 verse 1, he says, Bless the Lord, what? O my soul, and what? All that is within me, bless his holy name. And I've taught you before, he spoke to his will. He spoke to his soul. And he says, bless the Lord. Oh, he commanded his soul to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. This is where the main battle is. You have to believe and reject the lies of the devil while you wait for the manifestation by praising and thanking God for what he has done. That's all Abraham did. He praised God when it made no sense. Number two, when, do we, when should we praise God? When it seems we are going around in circles. Mm-hmm. It looked like Abraham was going around in circles. 
as the children were going round in circles at the walls of Jericho. Ah, Psalm 71 verse 14 says, But I will hope continually. Did he stop there? He says what? And will what? Let that praise, let, let, shout that loud. It says, but I will hope continually and will what? Yes. Yet praise thee more and more. Which means my praise is more than my hope. Yes. My actions and disposition of my praise is more than what I hope in. Because when I praise him, my hope starts to come alive. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Because think about it. And, and as I said this, when my son walks up to me and says, Daddy, I know you are, but when you are ready, uh, can we go and play football? He, he, is, he is, in one way, validating the gifts and my ability to provide that funds for him. Are you following what I'm saying? Yesterday, he came back from school. He got onto his game. And then he wanted to buy something. And he came downstairs. I mean, come on parents, you know exactly what he... Gave me a big hug. Dad, you know, I love you. I'm like, from you, that's rich. Uh, uh, he says, ah, Dad, can I just say I love you? Yes, I know, I know. What do you want? Uh, uh, Dad, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, God has provided for... You're like, where did you get this from? Uh, so he didn't only praise his dad, but he's praised the dad his dad recognizes. Uh, are you following what I'm saying? And all this is walking up to a, I need something. Are you following what I'm saying? So you, you now open your hands because... He had first set the mood and set the tone that you are able. Number, don't say you are not able. You are able. You are you're, you're able. You can do all things. Yeah, you are able because you are my dad. You have never let me down. Just imagine him now coming and saying, Dad, I need a game. Get it for me. You, you know that's where the holy indignation will start to come out. Like, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But this is what happens. Although they were going around in circles, he knew where he was going because of the God he was serving. Sometimes you've got to say, as we did this morning, I love and I praise you. I'm in trouble, but I still love you. I have trials, but I still love you. I don't feel good this morning, but I still love you. I have bills I can't pay. But I still love you. Someone just rejected me. But I still love you. I'm not where I used want to be. But I still love you. And it looks like I'm going around in circles and circles. But I still love you. Because praise, when you do that, praise is replacing your thoughts and the enemy's thoughts with the thoughts of God. And when you take God's thoughts and enter into praise, you become like a battering ram against the strongholds that Satan has erected in your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, can I say this? We're talking about when to praise God. And I said we need to learn to praise God when we're going around in circles. Let me teach you this one thing you should never forget. The voice of despair 
does not release the supernatural. It is the voice of praise. Jonah was in the belly of the, of the well. He despaired. He complained. But when you go to the last verse, he now says, ah, God, I praise you and I worship you. And bam! The Bible says, and the well vomited Jonah, uh, 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 Jonah out. Vomited Jonah out. What? It wasn't the voice of despair that released the supernatural. It's the voice of praise. Listen to me this morning. It is a teaching. Because it is not something that you automatically say, Oh, wake up tomorrow morning. I, I'm going to praise him. I, I, I'm going to praise him. I, 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 I'm no, it doesn't work out. Especially when you wake up it, beside that man that has just disappointed you or that woman that just disappointed you or you woke up to trouble. Are you following what I'm saying? That the children are screaming. Things are not going. Oh, the first thing you woke up was a bill. You, you're not going to do that. But because you're taught, you're able to say, I'm still going to praise him. And it starts with, 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 with a difficulty. It, 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 but, but, but the more you say it, your, your tongue becomes like a lubricant and it just starts to flow out from the inside of you because God is still able. God speaks to our, our adversity when we speak to him through our praise. Do you realize that Anna obtained the manifestation of her request for a child through praise until she praised God through her worship nothing happened even though she came to Shiloh yearly even though she came to Shiloh yearly and for some of us who have been to Israel and some of you who are believing God will make the plunge when we got to Shiloh, we found out that Shiloh was in a remote area. It's not like it's in a town or a city. So they traveled all the way from Jerusalem, all the way from Bathsheba, all the way from different places. She was coming there every year. That was the place of Shiloh is the place of peace, the place of fulfillment, the place of joy. And she goes there every year and went back empty-handed, still facing the same adversity until she was alone by herself and she went back home after the request and the bible says her face lightened up and she praised god did you see that she, she, she said that in first summer her, 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 the bible says her countenance changed and because her countenance changed i need to teach us this did her countenance change because the child had come her countenance changed because she praised God based on the promise. Did Abraham's son come before he praised God? No. His son came when he praised God and then there was a fulfillment. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? So it, 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 is, it is a teaching. It, it is a practice. You don't get back home and start to repeat the same old things. Start despairing, start screaming, start shouting. Nothing is going to happen. That's a natural inclination. And all of us will fall into that category. However, immediately, let's learn to shift and say, Oh, I heard something in church that I will praise God for his character. Now, let me say this clearly, clearly one more time. We are not praising God for God to do things. We need to realize that he will do it and praise has the power.
to attract God's presence. I'll teach this next week. Because when we attract God's presence, bam, certain things start to happen. But we have to get to that stage as Christians. I need to teach you and bring you to a higher level of praising God. That the more I praise God, tomorrow morning he will turn it around. He is a God who will turn it around whether you praise him or you don't praise him because he is God. Oh, I just missed this side. Let me talk to this side. He, he's going to do it anyway. Are you following what I'm saying? Because he is God. Is there anything impossible for me? No! I am God by myself. So, he's going to do it. The only thing is that he's going to do it in his time. Maybe you praised him yesterday and the miracle came today. But that doesn't mean that it was your praise that brought it essentially. It may just be it was God's timing. All along the while, he was lining it up. Does it happen sometimes? Absolutely. But you've got to get to a level where you praise God based on who he is and not based on what you want again. It's boring when your motives is because of what you want to get from God. That's another prayer point. I've said this last Sunday. I want you to pray. I'm teaching us that we need to learn to praise God and we praise God because of God's character. And when we praise God because of God's character, God likes to hear your voice because he knows you're not coming again with a request. Mm-mm. How many people like a giver? Nobody. I do. I, I, I love givers in my life, not takers. Many people are just takers. You're just there for what you, they can get from you. If you cease to be that function, then you're finished. If you don't say what they want to get, then you're finished. And that's the way we treat God too. That's the way we treat our marriages. Let me leave that to Friday. So let me go in there. Because we're always in there, give it to me, 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 give it to me. And we never get into the place that I want to give it, give it back to you. Give it back to you. So when you appear, you're not afraid. You know why rich people run away when you appear? It's because they know all you do in them for them is you ask. If I, even when you pick their bags to help them, they know there's a request coming. You hear what I'm saying? How many of you, someone calls you, you see the number? How many people do that? Lift your hands. Thank you, thank you, Taiwo. That's why we have the same name. You see the rest of them? You just see the number like, not, not today. Not, 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 not today. Not today, not today, not today. I rebuke the devil right now. Not today, not today. Because that person is a drain on your emotions, a drain on your resources, a drain on your life, and they have nothing to give to you than to drain from you. Are you hearing my message right now? Extrapolate that and put that side by side to how you are to God. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. So why would God want to listen to you when all you do is you moan about him and you even moan about the blessing he gave you? (laughs) You ask God, God give it to me. He gave it to you and then you complain. You didn't realize that when he gave it to you, praise has to preserve the blessing. Did Isaac not have trouble? He did. But the promise was still working. We cannot get from God on protest. We get from God on praise. 
The bitterness of the soul, the anguish weeping before the Lord in prayer, did not liberate Anna's blessing. It was more of an obstruction. It was a realization from weeping and complaining to praising that released the power of God to create life. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Many people experience a delay in the fulfillment of a promise when we stop worshipping and praising God. Anna's problem is not that she did not pray. It's that she did not praise. And most of us don't have a trouble singing God's praises once the victory is evident. But it can be difficult to praise Him before we even see the goods. So there are two times we need to praise God. One, when it doesn't make sense. Two, when it seems we're going around in circles. Because although you think you're going around in circles, but in all honesty, God is seeing progress in your way. Lastly, you need to recognize that praise makes you mature to another level. It gets you to another level in God. Because you know that I'm just praising God based on His promise. That's all. And you're saying, showing the devil that you can't touch me. You may touch my goods, you may touch my home, you may touch this, but you cannot touch my praise. Are you following what I'm saying? I just praise God. I just praise God. Some people think you're a stupid fanatic. When they ask you, how are you? We praise God. Yeah, I praise God. I praise God. Because telling you how I feel doesn't even work. How many times have I told you, and the next thing that comes out of your mouth is, it is well. Now, so, uh, let me even just... <laughs> let, me, let me sit with the God that I can praise. You, 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 seriously, have you realized that when you praise your child, your child grows? When you praise your spouse, your spouse go, grows. Many people are... Mm-hmm. Try it for once. Try it for once. You keep complaining. After a while, we get used to it. The Bible made it clear. He says the king looked at Nehemiah that served him. He said, why is your countenance sad? He only asked that question because his countenance was never sad. And some people are saying, asking, looking at you and asking you, what is it again? <laughs> you, your countenance is permanently, perpetually while God says we will continually praise him, you're permanently and perpetually sad. And God is saying to you, I've given you joy. I've given you the garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. You've got to be able to wake up in the morning and say, regardless of how I feel, yet I will praise him. It says, though he slays me, yet I will what? You've got to learn to praise him. When, it, when you seem to be going round in circles because at the seventh movement that walls is coming down let praise be something you do because of god and not something you do because of your emotions and then there will be deliverance in the home did you get anything from me this morning amen you've been listening to ty adashugba pastor of worship tabernacle church we hope you enjoyed this message For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.